Have you ever wished there was another option besides hard alcohol for socializing or even that end of the day relaxing period before you go to sleep to start it all over again? Well, now there is. Rebel Rabbit's all-natural, low-calorie, cannabis-infused seltzers are the perfect solution for gaining all the fun benefits of alcohol without any of the negative side effects. As a gym owner, you know that scenario where you get invited to a party to watch the game or have dinner and drinks, but you still have to wake up hella early to open the gym, and you cannot afford to not be at your best. Or maybe you're simply trying to adopt a healthier lifestyle, but you're constantly getting pulled into drinking scenarios. This is where Rebel Rabbit comes in clutch, allowing you to relax, enjoy a great body and head buzz, but not wrecking your next day with a hangover and adding a ton of empty calories you don't need. And listen, if you're still hell-bent on having your hard liquor, party on, Wayne. Rebel Rabbit makes for an incredible mixer to your favorite cocktails. And right now, Rebel Rabbit is offering 20% off your next purchase when you apply our discount code GYMTALK20 at checkout. That's GYMTALK20. Visit their website at drinkrebelrabbit.com, order a variety pack today, and take the edge off without paying the productivity tax tomorrow. You can also use the store locator to find a retail spot near you. Drinking Rebel Rabbit has been a complete game changer for me, and I know it will be for you too. Oh, hey, real quick, one more thing. If you want to keep up with Rebel Rabbit and be the first to know about all the cool shit that they're doing, their promotions and discounts, make sure to follow them on Instagram at DrinkRebelRabbit. All right, on with the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it's another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. Don't be profitable. Don't fucking be profitable in certain situations. It's not a, like it's not the what do you. It shouldn't be the what do you bench of owning a business. It's it's ridiculous. It, this idea like I feel like KP. I feel like gym owners. We're all just such dumb idiots. Like we're such fitness people, like non business people. That when we get into business, we fucking just whatever soundbite we hear. Like oh, how many members you got? Oh, what's your ACV? You learn a new acronym at like a business summit or on a podcast, and now it's like. That's like your SAT word of the fucking year. You're just like, oh, ACV, ACV, profitability. What's your margin? What's your margin? EBITDA, EBITDA, like profit. Let's talk about this real quick. You don't need it. You don't need it in this scenario. A gym opens up. Concept gym opens up and they want to come like, Stu, we're fucking, we're profitable at month 36. I'm like, okay. Cool. Let me just take. Can can I look at this real quick? And I just look at the numbers, and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, you're profitable, but you fucking you've got literally four part timers on payroll. You've made zero actual investment into human resource assets like people, careers, full time positions, and you're not paying yourself anything. So what fucking good is your profit? Like seriously, like the reason like when people like it's crazy. CrossFit gyms and micro gyms." are going to have have higher rates of profitability in year 1 than any other small business sector. I've heard someone someone said that to me. I read that somewhere. Was, are you fucking retarded? Are you fucking dumb? Do you like do you know why that could hypothetically be true? Is because these fucking micro gyms, we don't pay ourselves. We're not paying staff what we need to be doing. We should be profitless until Everyone is getting paid what they should be getting paid. That's it. Why have profit in the business if you still don't have full-time, full-focus staff? If you are not taking home what you in 
you know, desire to take home when you started this business? Why? Why do it? It makes zero sense. Now, you're like, well, Stu, you said that if I need to buy a building, though, I got to show profit. The bank's going to want to see it. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be worrying about buying a building, though, if you don't even have one full-time, full-focused person working for your company. How about that? Because, by the way, I don't know if you realize this, the SBA is going to ask those kind of questions. You're literally going to have to show a payroll breakdown. And if you show them that you're running a business on fucking part-timers eight hours a week, yo. I hope the fucking loan officer laughs at you. I hope they do not give you the opportunity to fuck up your life, your you know your finances, all that by loaning you the money to buy that building because you have not done the homework needed. You have not earned the right, I believe, to get to that next stage. Bottom line, you have been using your profit for something else. Again, guys, it, you know, Revenue minus expenses equals profit, right? And again, if you go to the profit first route, right? Revenue minus profit, you know, you guys know how that works if you've read profit first. Um, bottom line is you should be utilizing all the cash in the business to grow and scale it until you have the team in place that you, you originally designed and engineered they're getting paid what you believe is fair market value so that they are fulfilled and compensated appropriately. And you have, a, you have the take-home pay that you uh, deem appropriate. It's not maybe the ultimate what you're going to take home, but it's appropriate. Then you can start stacking profit. And maybe that's going for retained earnings to, to put a down payment on. Maybe that's going uh, towards another project. Maybe that's just going to keep getting recycled you know, back into your own uh, owner payer distributions. Whatever. Doesn't matter. But until you've done those things, do not brag about your profit. I'm like, great, cool. It's you know, like, man, we uh profiting $5,000 a month. I'm like, cool. So over the course of a year, you got 60 grand just sitting in the bank account doing nothing. What the fuck good is that? Well, uh, I read one time that I should have 14 months of operating expenses. Oh, okay, listen. First off, uh, no. I don't know if COVID taught you anything, but you, you know, if COVID taught us all anything, fitness, you can be very resilient without, you know, the quote unquote six months of operating expenses in the bank, right? Um, and, and those, and listen, I don't want to hear the bullshit. Like, well, whoa, 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 what do you mean, Stu? A lot of gyms went out of business. They went out of business because they fucking sucked pre-COVID. The majority of gyms that went out of business were already on their fucking way out the door. COVID just gave them a kick in the ass. That's truth. That's fucking truth. Now, if you're thinking of how you utilize your profit currently and you're not doing anything with it, then prioritize what is it that needs to happen most. Is my payroll need to be increased because I need to professionalize the employees? Or does my own pay need to be increased because I've been a martyr taking home nothing? Those are generally going to be the two areas. Figure that one out and work on that first. And liquidate or utilize or activate your profit towards that priority first. And then move it on to the second priority. Guys, this is just, this is some basic micro gym, small business finance 101. This is not, this should not be crazy. I shouldn't get a lot of DMs uh, with like, this is a radical fucking idea. 
Fuck your profitability until you've taken care of staff and yourself. Otherwise, there's no sense in having it. There might be some very rare use cases, like I do. I've got a couple gyms that took out loans uh, from the beginning, and the bank wants to see a certain amount of cash reserves, and there's some requirements there, but that is, that's going to be few and far between for the majority of this audience. So anyway, guys, that, that's my thought on profit. Profit's great, but profit doesn't mean shit. I mean, Again, I think I've shared with you guys, I mean, there are times in my business where I reduce profit purposely to zero for multiple different reasons, tax strategy, real estate strategy, whatever it was. There were other times I had to bolster profitability for you know borrowing purposes or whatever it may be. So again, it's, it's just a strategy, but I will say I think it's the best strategy is for you to not harbor cash in an account in the name of, oh, I want to be able to tell people how much profit we make uh, if you are, if you do have not developed the key assets of the business, you know, especially in the HR department and then especially in the owner pay department. So, um, yeah, you know, again, micro gym, uh, our profit first for micro gym owners. Any of you guys who, uh, just put it into YouTube, get by John Briggs's book, go to the insight tax website. That's, uh, that's the name of his CPA firm. Um, just start, start looking some shit up guys. Right, reach out to my boy Sean and Amanda at the Fit CFO. Um, like, there, there's people that could help you out on the financial side of this whole thing. But I honestly also believe that at the entry level, you don't need anyone yet. It's pretty fucking. I mean, again, it, it's pretty uh, low. Co- it's low complexity in the beginning, and I and I don't mean that in an insulting way. That's just the nature of a business doing, you know, under a million dollars a year. It's not overly fucking complicated. All right, guys, that's all I got for you. Uh, Until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.